Smart cities, what are they? How will they improve the lives of the people living within them? How will they work? And what are the pitfalls that they face? What are the conspiracies and the misinformation connected to them? We will talk about this as the Jackalopes explore smart cities. This episode of Jackalopes Explore is brought to you by Sheridan Stationery Books and Gifts, located at 535 North Main Street in Sheridan. Stop by today to peruse books, stationery, gifts, sports cards, and more. Or visit us at SheridanStationeryBooks.com. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm Aaron Linden. I'm Steve Sisson. I'm Emmy Whiting. Smart cities are technologically modern urban areas that use various types of electronic methods and sensors to collect very specific data. Utilizing Wi-Fi and, of course, fiber, information gained from that data is used to manage assets, resources, and services efficiently. In return, that data is used to improve operations across the cities. Now, this information can be used to control traffic lights, which will prevent... Uh, traffic jams. It can measure water and energy use to better conserve those resources. These, these cities are theorized to do this through information gathering and data storage and use. How does it accomplish this? Well, networking and connectivity. Imagine a program could not only measure the time it took to pick up your trash, but the best route for the truck to take to conserve fuel and time for the men and women working in waste management. Traffic lights could use information sent from vehicles to determine how many vehicles are approaching and how long to stay green, preventing traffic jams and, of course, saving millions of gallons of diesel every single day by allowing what they call platoons of trucks through the light with no need to do this stop and go. Imagine having shops and services so close to your home you could walk or ride a bike instead of drive. Imagine the efficiency that would be gained if every city department was connected by one system that could actually alert those departments to a problem such as blown water lines, down power lines, or network failures. You're taking my segment. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to take it. This, it. It's just the idea is actually sound, but is it a reality? Tests are being conducted all over the world. Singapore, Helsinki, Finland, uh, Zurich, Switzerland, Amsterdam in the Netherlands, and of course New York and other cities are all testing these systems now to see if it'll work. Steve, what kind of systems would be needed to control something this size? Uh, it's nothing really spectacular. I mean, it's practically there already. Uh, all the information is already being gathered. It's just a matter of tying it all together. So you just need a server somewhere and some power and Internet. And I, I think we're one step away from doing it. And uh, unlike self-driving cars, we're kind of one step away from that as well. But that one step might be a big one and maybe even insurmountable. In this case, I don't think there's anything stopping it. Really? It's, uh, we're practically there. It's just a matter of tying it all together and getting all the systems talking to each other. So we'll, pretty much no matter how we feel, this is kind of the way the trend is going no matter what we look I at. think so because there's t huge financial incentive to do it. 
uh, you know, the potential money saving and just making things more efficient. There's there's no company in the world that's going to not, you know, uh, go pursue that opportunity. And since the data is already being gathered anyway, it's basically a no brainer. It's just like get everything talking to each other, have some master system, just talk to everything and make it all work together. And you're there. Now, the way that you and I defy artificial intelligence, and not just you and me, I think Aaron and Emmy are on this boat too. True artificial intelligence is going to be able to look at you and say no. But what we define as AI now, these mountain-sized algorithms that basically mathematically figure out efficiency, Mm -hmm. you see these coming into play? I think so, yeah. AI will definitely be a, a big part of it. Um, but again, it's already almost there. I mean, all the all the components exist right now. It's just a matter of putting it under a single umbrella and having it all work together. And I really think that that's just a matter of you know getting some good software written and having the the infrastructure to keep it up and running. Now, real quick, I mean, tell us about the advantages that people are seeing in living in this type so of. So now you are. <laughs> Now you want my segment. Okay. Do your own monologue. (laughs) Oh, I'm not as good as you are at monologues. But um, so I was looking on onlogic.com and they had a good chunk of pros listed and it seemed to be kind of, you know, what what you were talking about. So one of them is public safety. Oh, yeah. And, you know, what's that? That could be about anything, right? So it monitors building safety actually so with the smart sensors it can monitor the structural soundness of a building and if there's an issue in the structure so if it starts to see or yes. sense heat increase yep. like boom this is either a fire or potential fire yes let's get the fire department out there now yep or i mean even just building collapsing you know like things like that can yeah. i mean it happens so it can monitor that and alert whoever it needs to Structural engineers. Yep. Wow. Yep. And then there's also gunshot detection. Wow. So in the city, it can detect what a gunshot is. I I don't know how it would define that I like think what between it does a is firework. It, it but... goes to social media and it looks at the local uh, uh, news pages. And <laughs> when, they, when they say, did you hear something? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Nothing over here. The neighborhood oh, yeah, watch. It just adds yeah. all that together. And that's how it figures it out. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some sort of frequency that a gunshot produces that a firework doesn't. Mm -hmm. So instead of people having to be like, hey, I just heard that and it's just (laughs) the fireworks going off, it can detect that. So that's pretty cool. Um, And then it also has natural disaster warning systems. So it helps predict events. Wow. And it can help alert Mm -hmm. the the danger, too. I mean, it, it. what is it like uh, uh animals tend to feel tremors long before yes. we do mm-hmm. so if we had you know that connectivity mm-hmm. between our uh i forget what they're called uh the detectors that detect that the seismograph yeah. seismographs mm-hmm. that uh, the seismograph instantly sends warnings to emergency workers yep. first responders boom we know that But even before we get to the emergency workers and the first responders, imagine that goes to the emergency management coordinator. And they're like, okay, it's time to enact plan Mm -hmm. 2515. Now send Mm -hmm. out a mass text to everyone. Yes. Boom. Everyone in the city knows that an earthquake's on its way. That's incredible. Yeah. 
Um, also under the public safety umbrella, I was going to ask you if you know, does that include like monitoring, like video and all that, like just public street? I, th- I think so. I mean, CCTV. Yeah. And, th- and that's where we get into some of the downsides too, uh, right. privacy issues, which well, I'm sure we'll cover at some point. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what Aaron's got. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's got the privacy issues. Yeah. Here's the other issue. I listen to a lot of true crime. I do. Mm-hmm. And half the time when you need CCTV, yeah, TV right. to work. That one camera it. wasn't working. It right. was, yeah, fuzzy. It was, it was offline. It's yeah. like so often mm-hmm. that's the case. And it's like if they worked properly, it could actually help solve a lot of cases. Absolutely. But we need it to work properly. Right. It's going to do anything. <laughs> anyway, so moving on to the next point, which was improved transportation systems. So the traffic control, which this is implemented in Minnesota already. I. I don't know about here because the lights here, the traffic lights here are not great. Yeah. But in Minnesota, they do implement this. So it's controlling the timing of traffic lights based on weather, time of day. So like high traffic times and also weather conditions. So, so. it throws a lot of variables in there. Yeah. Not just like what I found where it was like, okay, I know how many trucks are approaching mm-hmm. me. I'm literally clear this way. Yes. There's nobody coming. So I, I can remain green. Mm-hmm. For X amount of time until I get all these people through. Yeah. And in Minnesota, there's, um, at least from what I understand about it, there are sensors for like later at night. Mm. So if you pull up to a light that usually would take forever, it can sense your car and then turn green because there's... And it knows no one else is coming. Because it's a low traffic time at that time. So that's been happening in Minnesota since I started driving, I feel like, Mm. but... Um, cause the lights would, you know, they were different during the daytime mm-hmm. and at night when I would pull up to them. So, um, and then another thing is public transportation efficiency. It can sense the amount of people and then gauge how to make the capacity of the bus like more efficient in that way. Um, something it didn't list on here, but I would assume is also the case is like getting an electric car system. Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like it, what you were talking about with the automatic cars. Yes. Yeah. Maybe combining those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The autonomous technology, I'm sure, will tie into it. Yeah. So I, I, I just added that. Like I said, it wasn't on here, but I was just thinking electric cars have to be more available then and charging stations for them would have to be more available and everything. All over the place. Yeah. I mean, and routing power to them. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. that's going to be the biggest thing is just the amount of power you're going to need for everything you exactly need to, distribution of that can't just be just sent out everywhere and just hope it goes where it needs to go right but if you had a smart city who knew okay everyone's gathered right here right now mm-hmm. i gotta put some extra juice over here yep mm-hmm. wow yeah that's incredible yeah and then we also have uh it reduces environmental impact and there's a few ways it can do this is energy conservation with that, it mentioned, you know, just an example would be streetlights would have smart tech on them to be able to determine if there's people there, you know, and if there's no people there, the di- they can dim the lights. If there are people there, the lights go brighter, things like that. And things like that can make a big difference, like small things, because, you know, I, I've talked about this before with environmental stuff. Small things can make a difference. Mm-hmm. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise, because if we are all under the impression that small things don't do anything, nothing big ever gets done. Nothing big ever gets done. But anyway, get off my soapbox. (laughs) So 
That's the whole point of this is a soapbox. <laughs> Soapbox, please. Floyd, Floyd loves soapboxes. <laughs> I got a pair of shoes that just have little mini soapboxes. Never leave it. Never leave it. It's the slippers. It's the, That's a great idea. The bunny slippers. You guys think you put up with a lot here. <laughs> Live with me. Yeah, I can imagine. My daughter just rolls around. She knows the lecture's coming. It's like an earthquake. She can feel it. She's like, oh. There's theme music. There's smart detectors. <laughs> The lighting changes. I feel a dad yeah. lecture coming on. <laughs> oh my gosh, the light does change. I swear to God. I the swear energy to God. in the room, you can feel it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because it's everyone. It's my mutant power. I'm an X Men. Everyone yeah. knows when Floyd's upset. <laughs> I send out waves. Yes. Yes. I have never met someone who can send out energy waves like that. But Told it's you, pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So this would also just help transition to more renewable energy sources like the electric car kind of stuff. You know, it's just everything's going to be smart and tech. And so it just moved towards that way. No matter how much you love fossil fuels and the fossil fuel energy, that will come to an end. And it will run out. So that's just bound to happen. Yeah. So we better kind of get our shit together now mm-hmm. um, and at least have ideas and tests and research ready to go so when the well dries up we can go forward mm-hmm. with our lives well, the main thing is going to be just it's going to get more expensive to get to the fuel yeah and it, it won't, yeah. We won't technically run out we just won't be able to get to it in, mm-hmm. in a practical manner and so no one's going to go drilling for yeah it's it. just not even worth it right over here in in our sister county off to our side and i'm not going to say which one but over there, there is oil. But the way it is situated mm-hmm. underneath the, f- I think it's called a fissure, it, it's not cost effective to get underneath there. So mm-hmm. they just let it sit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the way that the world is going. Yeah. Well, and I mean, even when we went to Minnesota just last week, it was so much cheaper. Oh. So much cheaper in Minnesota. I spent almost like half of what I do here. For gas. Used to be, you yeah. could come to Wyoming and find the cheapest gas around. Yeah. <clears throat> that, right. Seriously. Yeah. When I was living in Oregon, we were paying, I think, a buck twenty. Drove over here, and this is a long time ago. Ninety-nine cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've, um, ne- I've never even seen it like that. We'll never see it that way again. Never no. again. But I, I will never forget the look on Brandy's face. She was like, "You are kidding me." I was like, "No, <laughs> man, gas is cheap huh? here, and it's not that way anymore." No, I used to run my wave runner on the St. Croix River in Minnesota, between mm-hmm. Minnesota and Wisconsin, in like, man, this was probably like 98, mm-hmm. and it was 93 cents a gallon. Yeah. I could fill that whole thing up and run I know, it all isn't day that for wild? like five <laughs> yeah. bucks. It was fantastic. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, that's not how it is anymore, and it won't be. Mm-hmm. And we can't expect anything to change with it, because... It's just going to constantly be running out. Exactly. So so if we honestly take a good hard look at this, we can find viable market solutions to get this solved. Mm-hmm. And we can continue with the economy and everyone can benefit from this. Um, you know, we talk about conspiracies on this show. One conspiracy is that we already know how to make fuel out of hydrogen. We just choose not to use it yet. Uh, we already know how to make cold fusion happen. We just choose not to use it yet. Mm-hmm. If that's a reality, if those conspiracy tr- theories 
<coughs> excuse me, are true. Gosh, get that frog out of here. I know, head. right? <laughs> Kermit's in there. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> but uh, if, if these conspiracy theories are true, then I'm hopeful. Maybe someone does have all that tucked away in the safe. Yeah, and at some point it'll become cost effective to do it. Yes. But right now, gasoline is the is the most uh, profitable way to do it. Mm-hmm. As soon as it becomes no longer the case, then all of a sudden something else is going to take its place. Yeah. Right. Well, I think I think they've got uh, I think they've got it stashed. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Must I continue? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you were talking about earlier with your your spiel. <laughs> Taking all my stuff. No, I'm kidding. Stealing your thunder, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm Stealing your thunder. <laughs> did you just call me baby on air? <laughs> no, Gosh, man. so no, unprofessional. Man. <laughs> he calls me that once in a while. Not, not as often. You know, a, that's allowed. Yeah. That's allowed. Anyway, so you were talking about the water waste. So yeah. the smart sensors can detect leaks in pipes early on versus after they've caused so mm. much damage. I mean, mm-hmm. even just over at the water, sh- or the water shelter. The The animal animal shelter. shelter. We had a pipe leaking for who knows how long. Yeah. And we finally had to get, you know, got it fixed because we have heated floors over there. And so the heated floors wouldn't turn off. And we're like, why is this happening? Because we had a leak of hot water. And I'd have to ask AJ the numbers, but I mean, it was an incredible amount of water. So it wasn't just water, it was hot water on top of it. Yes, yes. So that's burning energy to make that hot. Yeah, Yeah. so it was wild, but we got it fixed. It's fine now, but we probably could have gotten that fixed much sooner, Mm -hmm. knowing it was an issue before we had to turn them off. Yeah. Because it was probably leaking the whole winter. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just detecting the leaks so the proper channels can be used to fix them. And then also air pollution, smart sensors can continuously measure the quality of the air, but also determine the source, which I thought was really cool. So, yeah, I don't know how. Don't ask me about technology. I trace it to the guy's barbecue grill. Yes. (laughs) Like, uh, you need to just lay off on the steaks a little bit. Maybe, uh, you know, not so well done. Gosh, I want a steak so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And that gets into the privacy issues as well. Right. Yes. Yes, because if it is your home, where does that go from there? Yeah. We'll get to that. So by identifying identifying the high pollution areas, they can plan how to reduce the pollution in that area, too. So. Yeah, now, uh, that was what I, that's all I have, so. Now, uh, on that thought, though, <laughs> I want to switch over here to, to Aaron, because you have served on uh, governing bodies. I have. And uh, if we had, like, a, a smart city capable of doing things like this, let, let's say that right here, where we live, you were on city council, your department heads all came together, looked at you and said, oh, man, we're green across the board. Oh, but wait. Boom. We've got a slight detection of water loss in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It just showed up. We know it instantly. How would that change what already takes place? Well, interestingly enough, I mean, <clears throat> for the most part, that already kind of happens. I mean, they can detect, you know, if, if water usage and if when you get your bill even and you look at it, it it'll show you what was your water usage in April? What was it in May? You know, all of a sudden, June, July goes up while you're mm-hmm. watering your yard, probably. But if you see those higher levels in, like, November, December, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good indication that there's a leak somewhere. And so they, they do kind of use that. Now, not, maybe not 
as much data mining goes into that where it's a program that comes out and says, hey, you got a problem over here. Yeah. Your, your usage is 20% higher than it should be. What's going on? You know, are you just taking longer showers or is there an issue? And then, of course, up at the waste um, water treatment plant, there's waste monitor <clears throat> amount of, I affectionately call it goo, coming in <laughs> and, and what that is over different courses of time. You know, whether that's like, I mean, around obviously like the big holidays, rodeo time, whatever, there's more waste coming in because there's just way more people right. in town. But if that's all of a sudden happening in, you know, a downtime, let's say March, okay, what is that? And it would take somebody to go through and do the analytics on it. So we're not quite there as far as programs or AI looking into it, but there are people that monitor that stuff. And then, of course, up at the landfill, you know, there's all of the EPA and environmental and DEQ stuff going on up there where they have to monitor what's in the groundwater, is any of it seeping out, those kind of things. And there's certain... Um, companies that are contracted with go up there monthly and monitor those things. But being able to attach all of that to an actual AI system where it's doing that by the moment, I I think Steve's correct. I think we're probably not that far away from it because it's happening right now. It's just not happening as often or by analytics of AI. Yeah, yeah. Whereas so, like individuals up there at the wastewater treatment plant uh, a program would detect either uh, some sort of loss or gain. Right. That information would instantly be sent to uh, the public works who would look at their map or maybe even have it printed out. Location here is where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Go check that location out. Imagine that happening instantly. Well, imagine that happening even on a bigger scale where it's like leak detected in X neighborhood we're shutting that valve off right now yeah, more efficient. until yes. we can get somebody out there to look at it. So we're not losing that next 1,800 gallons of treated water. And everyone in that neighborhood instantly gets a text message explaining to them just exactly yep. why that Your water's was off. Here's what's going on. Here's when you can expect oh, it to come back suck. on. If you had shampoo on. <laughs> yeah, in your right hair. In yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but see, that, it's getting in your eyes. You look at our towel. Perfect segue. <laughs> Yeah. Tell me the con. My little kind of <laughs> Tell me the con. side of this thing. Okay, so, duh, we all know Smart City stands for Surveillance mm -hmm. Monitoring Analysis Reporting Technology. You're being surveilled. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like Aquaman. That was the best part of that movie. Every time something would happen, it go, dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> really? So people are up in arms about this because they think they're being surveilled all the time, right? Like, they don't need to know. You don't need to know how much water I'm using. Mm -hmm. Well, you kind of do because that's mm -hmm. how the rate structure works. If mm -hmm. you use more than somebody else, you pay more than somebody else. Yes. You can do it, but you got to pay for it. Well, duh. Free market, baby. Right. They're scared of facial recognition software in these cities because on every street corner, every building, CCTV. What was that one show we watched? The, that narrows it down a yeah. little. Yeah, the one show with like the I always facial. Tell Kranz, I go. I really need a little more to go. The <laughs> facial recognition. It had cameras everywhere, and then it was like the tech could talk to these guys, and they would solve crimes that way. Oh, I can't remember, honey. I can. Oh man, I wish I remembered. It was such a good show. <laughs> we'll remember. It was it so good. L we little, don't remember the name. <laughs> little nerdy guy with glasses. You know, 
Oh, you'll remember it because you showed it <laughs> usually, to me. Yeah, usually, usually a little nerdy guy with glasses. Yeah, let's see how much time is left in the show. It'll be five minutes after that. <laughs> sure. I'll yes. remember. Yeah, It'll yeah, come yes. to me. Yeah. So people are freaking out because there's cameras all over the place. They believe that they're being tracked, monitored, you know, movements, patterns, you know, like, oh, Floyd goes to, you know, mm. McDonald's every third Wednesday of the month. <laughs> if we ever need to <laughs> It's more than that. I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt here, but if we ever need a nap, Are you and we I'm know. Fat, Aaron? No, I'm just saying. I said every third Wednesday of the month. Come on, I didn't say every day. Like, come on. Hurtful. So still hurtful. No body shaming. <laughs> so people are freaking out because they think that they're being monitored and and that their patterns are being tracked essentially through these systems. So it's a huge invasion of privacy on a ton of levels. Even when it gets down to how much water am I using. I use as much goddamn water as I want. Mm -hmm. As long as I'm able to pay for it, it doesn't matter how long my shower is and yeah. how much wa hot water I want to use. Well, goddamn, yeah, it stay and, out of my life. And it takes the next step because it's like, well, why are you using that much water? Right. And then they start looking into that. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, that's, that's the downside of this stuff is it's just that private. Like, okay, so one of the things that I saw in a smart city was garbage and recycling bins that actually had monitors in them for like... I'm 80% full, come and get me mm -hmm. so that, you know, we, we reduce litter, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But one of them was actually even monitoring what was going yes, into that's it. that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. And that like, was, hey, that's not recycled. Right. Yeah. And that was one of the things was, to, so somebody threw a bunch of batteries away and ooh. it was like, ooh, you can't throw batteries away. And then they take this person and they get a talking to. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah. and it's like, okay, uh, it's a little sketchy. And the next thing and is you really too many hungry man dinners, and you're like, well, right. you know, right? That's bad. You, really for you. Yeah, you exactly. poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, you poor bachelor bastard. Yeah. yeah, and it cuts down on you know the mob just chucking bodies in dumpsters, probably, yeah. and you know. Yeah. So I mean, there's just downsides to it. That's not recyclable. To it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So the femur goes in the red can. <laughs> right. Exactly. So people, this is this is the craziest thing. People have actually even taken to wearing. Makeup, and I'll have Grant drop some of these in oh post. Mm. I love that. Where they're doing like these weird, uncanny asymmetrical, valley. uncanny yeah, valley kind of stuff, abstract yeah. geometric patterns on their faces to throw off facial recognition mm -hmm. software. Mm -hmm. And it's actually it's called CV Dazzle, which is computer visual dazzle is what it's short for. It was created in 210 by Adam Harvey, and it was actually this is the this was kind of cool. It was Actually inspired by the dazzle warships of mm -hmm. World War One. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, those that was amazing. Yeah, they were crazy. the The patterns that were painted on them, so you couldn't really tell if they were coming at you, going away from you. Yeah, which, which angle it right, was at? Which yeah. angle it was at? Yeah. And that's what inspired this. And it was. I thought the history behind that was kind of cool. But so this dazzle club started in 2019 in the King's Cross area of London, in response to the facial recognition cameras that were being put up. Everywhere, and I mean everywhere. There's no alley, street, anything great, building. Yeah, that great Britain loves not. their CCTV. Yes. Oh they man, it. it's everywhere, and the algorithm algorithms that were put into place are dang good. Mm -hmm. And yeah. maybe I, Sisson can. I mean, it can. They're pick dang up, good, right? I mean, it can pick up. <laughs> Verify. And it was even found in in 2020. But when people check. wore masks, <laughs> it could pick up who you were just based off your eyebrows and, and mm. 
space of eyes mm-hmm. and all kinds of crazy stuff, which... So let's explore that for a minute because there has been like, you know, dystopian future mm-hmm. movies uh, produced. And the one that I'm thinking of isn't even dystopian. It's actually quite a good society that they've got. You walk into a mall... We've all seen those billboards Mm -hmm. that kind of slide to one side and show you the next ad. This one scans your eye, realizes that's Aaron. Last time he was here, he bought this, this, and this. Oh, well, that's cool. We've got sales going on. It shoots something specifically to you. I've seen that movie. What the heck was that? uh, Minority Minority Report, where they actually yell out your name. Yeah. yeah. And get your attention. Yeah. As you're walking by, it goes, Aaron, check out this sale going on over here. Look at that place. Last time you were here, you bought a blue (laughs) one of these. Well, guess what? It comes in red. Right. That kind of thing. It might be something annoying, but at the same time, Oh, well, the fact that it includes your name, because that gets your attention. If somebody yells your name from across yeah. the room, yeah. you're going to look over there. Right. You can ignore an ad, but you can't ignore that. But I want you to think about, like, look, we live in a capitalist economy, and that's going to get me more customers. I don't I don't really care if it's that annoying. Right. Yeah. I don't, because it it's still but doing But do you ever just not buy something out of spite? Yeah, but yes, not, but not yes. enough, not enough to prevent me from running that ad. Yeah, no, not enough to prevent that, me from yeah. keeping that jingle on the radio. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just I, enough. I will continue to not buy. Them. You're a rebel, though. <laughs> You're like Emmy, Emmy, Emmy. Yeah, Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not buying from you. I hear that. Stop it. Get out of here. <laughs> so those are some of the huge privacy concerns, you know, like, and even just some of the buzzwords, like. Floyd, you'd said platoons of trucks. You know, you go, <gasps> platoon. That's a military <laughs> thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then, it, but these are the buzzwords that get the tinfoil hat folks up in arms. And you talk about, you know, ooh, an immediate text going out for, you know, an approaching issue, whether it's, you know, shutting off your water for mm-hmm. a couple of hours or a wildfire. It didn't work out real well in Lahaina. They didn't get any warning. Mm-hmm. Like, and then other people got warnings back in what was it like 2017 or whatever, mm-hmm. sitting on the beach of Hawaii that North Korea just launched missiles at them, and yes. yeah. they didn't. Terrifying. Yeah. So it's some horrifying. of this stuff is a little freaky because how reliant do you become upon it, and when it flakes out, how bad is what that now? situation going to be? Well, and hacking. And I was hacking. just going to ask Steve when it comes to hacking. I've heard uh, an urbanologist, I think, is what they're called people who actually study cities, the way that they move and how they operate, said that this could be on the scale of Chernobyl. Oh, it could be, yeah, depending on what gets hacked and what intent the hackers have. And it, you know, it happens all the time. Emergency alert system gets attacked, gets hacked, and they put out a false zombie apocalypse warning or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that would all, be fantastic, wouldn't by it be the way. Yeah. We all know the, uh, you know, it's, it's, especially you government know stuff. Uh, you know, there, there's insecurities there, and they're not real. You know, uh, adept at uh, you know keeping on top of this stuff, and the hackers are motivated. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that, there's huge vulnerabilities there, mm-hmm. and depending on what it gets hacked, you know, water treatment systems, that stuff is vulnerable, and uh, and who it's getting hacked by, mm-hmm. because if it's some teenage kid, they're just messing around, right? But, but if, if it's, it's like a foreign government, yes, or a terrorist of some sort, yes. and I want to disrupt the internal workings of an entire nation before an invasion. And all you do is you take the chlorine level and you just bump it up enough where it causes problems, and, right? And all of a sudden, everybody's in the hospital, everyone's sick, and you've caused major issues, mm-hmm. yeah. And these become the issues, and you know, Steve kind of 
made fun of, but like the guy with the barbecue, you know, they go, Ooh, well, wait a minute. There's a lot of, you know, carbons coming from this location. What's going on? Steve, you can't barbecue every weekend. I'm sorry. Yeah. You just can't. You're creating issues. Or they find you. Or they find you. Yeah. Working on your hot rod in the, in the driveway and you're revving the engine too much. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or your I'm son just... borrows the truck and rolls some coal going down the road. <laughs> yeah. Well, there goes $4,000. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just out going nowhere on my motorcycle, just riding my motorcycle. Right. And they're like, well, now you have to pay for that. Because... <laughs> so those are some of the things that, you know, smart cities, is is it a good idea? Define good idea. But yes, I mean, overall, being able to save those resources, being able to not be stuck at a traffic light forever, which is funny because in Minnesota, uh, they used to install these these sensors that if an emergency vehicle was approaching, mm. it would yes. pick up on the flashing lights yep. and it would lock down the other traffic so yep. that they could just go through. It still does that. Except yeah. in the evenings, you could roll up to it about two, three hundred feet from it and start flashing your lights and it would go immediately green. So oh, there's hacks for stuff, people. Wow, I there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got a hack to get through the green light. Ah, that's right. If you're watching from Minnesota. Would have loved to know that. Wink. But, um, but try it next so time bad. you're back there. But so it, it's a good idea, yes. Can it be abused and bastardized mm-hmm. like everything? A hundred percent. And I think that's what most people are worried about. Like, ooh, Floyd went into the gun store. We saw Floyd on the monitors going into the gun store. Mm-hmm. Floyd left with something. What did Floyd leave with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and just that that speculation of too many hungry man dinners. Well, that's not good for your health. Yeah. And you're on the government rolls for your health. So that's no right. more hungry man dinners. <laughs> that's like, right. Where does that stop? You know, that's a good point, too. Like, like what you're talking about. You're on Medicare, Medicaid, yeah. whatever. And all of a sudden yeah. they're like, hey. You're eating too many trans fats. Mm-hmm. We oh, yeah. we can we can tell by, we're gonna uh, by your garbage. We're going to boot you off. We're of going to boot you off off the healthcare system. Yeah, yep. you're done. Which is a horrifying thought because health insurance is already a scam. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And having that control over that. But that's and that's where, you know, again, I get the concept. I get the idea. I don't think we're far from it. We're already kind of doing some of it. But should we take that next step? And where do we draw Mm -hmm. the line? Because we can, but should we? Because at what point then does somebody grab a hold of that and go, well, ah, you're using a lot of water. Mm -hmm. We're actually going to cap your water now. So we're going to ration that back because you're using more than your neighbor. And even though you were paying for it, it's not fair. Or you're in a drought year. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell tell a, a, a quick family secret here. Uh, so my father had a uh, we had a, a ditch going through our house or through our yard, and uh, we utilized it to to water everything. Um, but uh, the cattlemen down the the way were like, uh, "You guys gotta watch how much water you use." And Dad's like, "You know, it was a huge ditch, so we weren't too worried. It's for the yard, mm-hmm. but boy, when they drive by." And they'd see those sprinklers going, they'd stop every time. Mm-hmm. How much, how long you can be watering that there, Floyd? Oh, yeah. How mm-hmm. long are you to be doing that? So my dad developed a different technique. He started to flood the yard. You never saw sprinklers up. And I learned at a very young age where to put pipe in my yard and then just open up all the valves all right. and just flood that sucker. And Your dad, dad also, his dad also started making the electric company ask him 
to come into oh, his property yeah. to work the, on stuff, mm. which I just thought was so good and petty. And I <laughs> yep. loved it. Dad had certain land rights uh, due to his job, and the electric company came in and, and shut off uh, this circuit that kept cows watered that my father was uh, maintaining for a huge cattle operation. Mm-hmm. And dad said, you guys have shut this down without turning it back on too many goddamn times and I'm <laughs> over it. So he locked up the property. And now the electric company has to call him to go out there. And That's so awesome. he'll go out there and he decides it's the day, the day you get to do your job. Or is the day to day my I cows love get it. Oh my gosh. I do. That's fantastic. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean it's my my father, he's he's intelligently spiteful. Mm. Yeah. And he'll get the job done. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know. And if he can't, you know, water the yard with the sprinklers, well we'll find a way to get some water out there. Well, and that's the thing though, is like so this is this is quite some time ago. I've been here twenty three years and it was not too long after I got here there were water restrictions, right? So you can water odd days of the week, Monday through Friday or whatever the thing is. And it's a weekend and like, you're not supposed to water at all or who knows what. It's August, it's hot as Hades outside. I've got a little kiddie pool and I've got little kitties. Mm -hmm. I start filling it up, my neighbor comes out. What are you doing? (laughs) I said, filling the pool for the kids. Mm There's water restrictions. Yeah. I'm like, my kids are hot. I mean, it's like sweltering. You got yeah. the AC on and it's still not cutting not it at the up. house. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to have to call somebody. I'm like, <laughs> my gosh, call For three little kids? I'm like, you son call of a bitch. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine, though, if you've got AI doing that? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they're like, because you're feeling a kitty? No. They just turn off. Yeah, just shut the hose off. I mean, even, now. I yep. think even last year, Minnesota had water restrictions in Minneapolis. How many damn lakes like, do people yeah. have and you have water? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Thank you. What, like 22,000 lakes? <laughs> 10 billion lakes. I mean, it's, it's like water world over yeah. there. Yeah. But you guys had water restrictions? We did. First you take the North Star, now you put water restrictions <laughs> oh, on get the over place the with North the lakes. Star. The whole damn state claiming a star to itself. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an ongoing it's, it's, argument it's at our house. That's all I'm saying. Polaris. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Um, but so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of down with smart cities, and I'm kind of not. But here's where I really get gripey about this. People are all facial recognition. Oh my god, I don't want you having my face. Oh my gosh, I don't want you knowing who I am. Then stop putting all your crap on Instagram, right. face place, <laughs> snap. Well. Also, Come on. don't have a phone. Don't have a smartphone. To yeah. Everybody needs, like, to be completely honest, people need smartphones to live right but now. But you watch these people they, on some of these interviews. Your work is on there. Grant's laughing at me, right. but your work is on there. <laughs> your banking on there. is yeah. on there. Like, it's just the way it is. It's the Schedule way that it is. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't need social media to live. You don't need that. Oh, you, some people do. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> Believe me. I love my social media. I think I could get rid of it and be fine. There's but, people, though, yeah. when when they're interviewing them, they're going off. And I mean, like, going off. It's the end of the world. They've got my face. They know who I am. Oh, hang on. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. you're giving them your face. Like, yeah. you're doing the work for them. Yes. They, that show, they know by the way. You're in the gun shop already. You have right. your smartphone yeah. on you. Yeah. And, okay. And, 
Tell me. Person of interest. Person of interest. Uh, yeah. uh, so, so good. Yeah, it absolutely is. But and, and it wasn't you, five minutes after the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and if, if you like shows dealing with this kind of stuff, that one did it in a very great way, in a very realistic way, mm-hmm. where he, you know, you're dealing with an AI that can not only do everything that what we're talking about, but this AI has the ability to hack into and jump into systems on its own. And it's not a, it's not a being, it's just an, again, it's just a huge collection of algorithms Mm -hmm. where this machine can now teach itself. What do I need to break in here? What do I need to get into this system so that I can do it? Right. And, and, uh, one of the situations like what you're talking about with monitoring, you know, uh, cameras everywhere, uh, it's, it's just one of those ideas that I can, if, if I had a machine capable of doing what this thing was capable of, I don't need cameras everywhere. You guys have them in your pockets. Mm-hmm. You guys are setting them on your desk. You guys are, you guys are propping them over here so I can make some TikTok content or whatever. Now I can get into that camera. I can fire it up myself. I can look at it. Back in the day, everyone used to have them goddamn webcams on on top of their computers. (laughs) Get into that. I can see everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is much more of a reality than what we realize. People do do Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Like there has been hackers that like will go into people's security systems and just mess with them, Mm -hmm. start talking to them. Say like, well, I can see you, and it's like, sure. oh my gosh, and and, and if, it's horrifying. Yeah, if that's some horrifying. Fifteen-year-old computer genius can do that from his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Then you know, the government has capabilities to do that. Mm-hmm. Cover and, your webcams. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, cover, <laughs> right. yeah. No, it's just yeah. a safety issue. Yeah. I would cover my webcams. Yeah. Yes. Well, and quite honestly, I mean, almost every time you take a picture. Mm-hmm. It has the coordinates on there. Absolutely, yeah. everything about Absolutely. the 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 meta information is attached to mm-hmm. that. Even in my fancy camera that I use for news, every photo I take, I can prove I took it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yep. it puts a stamp on it. Yep. Boom. Digital stamp. You can't change that. There are programs out there that can allow that to be changed, but you really got to know what you're doing. So if anyone ever comes to us and they're like, ah, you guys stole my photo. Matter of fact, I covered a very major event here in the city and someone said, you stole my daughter's photo. Uh, I'm willing to go to court. Right. Because <laughs> I, I got prove it. I did. Not only that, I've still got it on my on my hard file, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I think I actually had like four or five of almost the same shot. Because as anybody knows, when you take photos for news, you don't just one, <laughs> right. four, five, six, seven, eight, four, five, six, you know, <laughs> yeah. just over and over and over. But if it came down to brass tacks, that meta information is there. Mm-hmm. And everything you do on your phone has meta information because it has come into play within the courts. And if I can protect my company by showing that you're the one who did this using my platform, I'm throwing as much Mm -hmm. meta information on what you're posting as possible. So I can track everything to your IP address. I can Mm -hmm. track everything down to your phone and I can tell you when you did it. That is what is going on inside that little box in your pocket. And that's the funny part of it is, so all the people that freak out about it all have phones. Like you said, I mean, get rid of your phone. If you don't want to be tracked, get rid of your phone. Exactly. And that's the one thing you always have with you, too. You'll leave your wallet behind, but you got to make sure you got your phone. Always got your phone. Half the time, you don't need your wallet if you have your phone. Right. Going from room to room in the house. 
Grab the phone. Got Walk your, over yeah. there. What happened? Over here. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. You've got a computer in your pocket and an arm's well, and length it's all the time. Tracking and, it's, device. and it's tracking Absolutely. you every step. Uh, every step of the way. Actually, it tracks literally every <laughs> step you take. Yes. It's in the health data. Yep. <laughs> right. I mean, it, so if you're going to freak out about smart cities, don't have a phone. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, let it go. You know, because, and, it, yeah, it, it can be used to invade your privacy. So is the thing that you're so desperately tied to, even in the bathroom. <laughs> right. well, and, and, what am I going to read? Shampoo bottles? Yeah. Back in the 90s, you don't know how hard it was. I can tell you, I can tell you what's in Listerine. <laughs> used to have it memorized in 95. I knew what my conditioner was made of. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, There's that's sulfates the thing. in this? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is a sulfate? <laughs> so, it's, it's a reality that is going to take place no matter what, because no matter how much you want to protest, no matter how much you want to disagree with the technology that is in your pocket, in the phone, watching you in public, there are laws and rules. As a photographer, if you're in public, I get to take a photo of you. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. in public, man. Yep. It doesn't matter. And I've had people look at me, you just take photos of anything. Anything I see from a public street, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything I see mm-hmm. from a, you got your windows wide open, anything I see from a public street, yep. I am lawfully allowed to take a photo of. If you're in public, if you're walking down the street, I'm lawfully allowed to record every single thing you're doing because you're in public. If you want to be removed from this tech, if you want to be independent and live like out on the frontier like the pioneers, that's yesterday's thought. First off, you can't disconnect yourself from the U.S. government. No, because they want taxes. They'll tax you <laughs> right. every single piece Absolutely. of land. You know, I, I've got this brother who I love and adore, and he's always like, "Ah, shit, it's fan. I'm hitting the mountains. You and everybody else. Yeah, right. right. Mm-hmm. So, number one, uh, you can't just disappear into the mountains, choose a spot, and uh, live like Hatchet. <laughs> That's not happening. That land is owned by the public. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is taken care of by the government, but it is owned by the public. You don't get to just go do what you want to do in the forest anymore. And I don't care what state you're talking about. You got to buy that land and you're still paying taxes on it. You were born in this country. There ain't no living in this country without being a member of it. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. And as we go forward into the future, there ain't no surviving in a city without being a member of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Even the homeless will be tracked one day. Even the homeless will be counted. That's just the way it is. We're human beings. We categorize, we segregate, and we keep track of every single piece of information we get our hands on. It's just a human habit. So to take that and find a way to use it to either a government's benefit or the benefit to make a city more efficient or save some resources, that's just the natural course of things. Now, I'm sure there's somebody out there going, no, it's not. Natural course things being in the forest. Yeah, it was. No? It was. But the world, population is increasing. Shows no sign of slowing down. These cities are going to get bigger. The resources required to run them are going to become probably less abundant, not more. 
So we got to find some new ways to get the same shit done today that we did yesterday with less. I just don't want some AI software going, well, you know what? You flushed the toilet too many times, so now you don't get to. That's you. That's you. Courtesy flush. I'm a courtesy flusher. And I don't know if we touched on it or not, but like in Minority Report, the preemptive policing. Yes. Uh, You start putting these patterns together and then try to stop a crime before it gets committed. Yeah, see, in that movie, they use like these psychic people, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But in reality, an AI could go, huh, this behavior, these emails. What, what he's looking at on Google. It all adds up to something. Oh, Why does yeah. he keep driving by this school? That's mm-hmm. that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Sounds Which, like... Which uh, can be great, but it can also be really hurtful for innocent people because even just like there's signs of being like a sociopath or something. Yeah. But that's not always true. Right. There's exceptions. God, we're all in trouble. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> like... It, yeah. No. And, and see, people that, still use that. And that's it's like, the that's danger not, yeah. of the per- that show, Person of Interest. Yeah. That was the danger. That was the whole premise where he realized what he had done and he had a moment of conscience and he was like, there's no goddamn way I can let the government have this. Mm, right. No way. Mm. So he takes it and then he just knows about it. He programs her to hide herself. Mm. Amazing. So, and I, I, here I am calling an AI her, but he does <laughs> So in, in the show. So like whenever she needs to move her modems, right. she hires a company online. Guys show up. She needs money. She just tanks it from a bank account. She can shift any bank account in the world. A little here, a little there, a little here. All builds up. Yeah. You find an AI that is intelligent enough to do these kinds of things, then you've got a problem. Yeah, we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> right? We're a long way from that. I've no matter thing, what uh, people say, we are a long way uh, from Yeah, that. I think that is a long ways off. Um, I've seen something. Be. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen something uh, circulating on social media talking about, you know, why EVs? Because they can shut them down on a whim. Uh, why uh, digital currency? Because it, you know, it's all about control. But I, I think the concern over that is is 20 years too late. It's not an EV exclusive thing to be able to shut something down remotely. Any any connected car with electronic fuel injection can be disabled remotely. And for decades now, your employer has told your bank to increase the number at the bottom of your state when you get paid. And you go to a store and buy something, and they tell the bank to decrease the number. Nothing of value actually changes place there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're already in that life. Oh, have been forever. Our yeah. entire stock market depends on that. Right. There's not real money and stuff being exchanged. Yeah. There's a numbers. It's just numbers. It's all numbers. Yeah. It's it has all been fake. for a long time. And it, and it runs the entire economy. <laughs> right. I just don't want the Hanson Robotics robots showing up at my door, right? And knock, 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 knock. Yeah. You've used too much water. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. Here's your I, fine. I don't, I don't think we can avoid the smart city. It's, it's going to happen. But what needs to happen is we need to have legislation on top of that that controls those kind of actions. Yeah, that protects Hopefully the people. Hopefully prior to. Yeah, that and, defines yeah. the rights that people still yeah. have. But see, here's the deal. With the way that the U.S. government's going now, uh, and I'm not talking about, like, the administration. I'm talking about all of them. They're a goddamn circus sideshow anymore. They're not even legislating. Mm-hmm. They're just standing around trying to see who gets more goddamn likes on the tweet. <laughs> yep. right. It's ridiculous. It's, it's a ridiculous Absolutely. shit show going up there. Grow up. Go in there. Have passion. But be grounded in reality. I need a legislator who's going to see these threats to my freedom, Mm -hmm. to the freedom of the U.S. economy, to the freedom of every U.S. citizen, take it seriously, and instead of toting some goddamn conspiracy online, 
they go, okay, how do I mitigate this? Because this is coming. Mm -hmm. So how do I really create legislation that will not invade privacy, but will get the job done as we move forward? I need serious people in those seats. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't need conspiracy theorists. I don't need people tweeting. I need people who want to help this country move forward. See, his favorite little soapbox. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, yeah, I, I love it. Is it yep. still called tweeting? Because I agree. Now that it's X. I don't know. I don't it's know. not Xing, is Did it? Did you see? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> Did you see the value loss that yeah. happened? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that didn't work out so crap. well. Yeah. I think. What like twelve point? I I I'm not gonna say a number because it's it was a lot. It was it's a lot. And then with the whole Tesla robot that <laughs> violently <laughs> attacked the guy in Texas. Ooh, yeah. If we want to talk about that sometime, it's a little robot sketchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I robot Skynet. Yeah. Well, again, Tesla's blowing up. There's something you know, else. There's there's something the else. Stuff. Since we're on this subject, we can touch on this one real quick as well. That idea was create an AI to keep. People safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, easy. I can do that. Sure, I'll run your police. I'll do that. I'll make sure that you're fed. Wait a minute. There's so many risks in this world. It's just safer if you stay home forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And so now the robots are locking you inside. I'll take care of everything. You just sit and mm-hmm. do nothing. And if you try to leave to protect your life i'll break your leg yeah right it's all for your own safety it's all for your own safety we as we go forward we cannot teach a computer humanity we can barely teach humanity humanity <laughs> yeah. we haven't yeah. taught Agreed. humanity Agreed. humanity yeah i mean look at it. religion failed governments fail it all fails the only thing that i haven't seen fail on the level of community or humanity are tribes. Human mm. beings are tribal. We get any bigger than a tribe, we start losing it. Mm-hmm. People want their pile to be bigger. Fear. People want their resources uh, available to feed the tribe. Fear. So we go to war out of fear. We commit violence out of fear. It's all fear based. Stick to your tribe. That is the way that we evolved. Grant, I want to thank you. You're fantastic, my Woo-hoo, friend. Grant, shout out. <laughs> He's the guy that's uh, behind the scenes. He's he was switching. on the last episode. He was. Yeah. He was. If if you want to see Grant, you can actually view his podcast as well. Uh, you guys have a podcast. What, what is that called, Grant? Active Reload. Active Reload. That's right. Yeah. They talk about video games, and I love me some video games. You have been watching Jackalopes Explore. I, I, I-